This time each and every Friday, every era of Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pashas Mishpatim. Pashas Mishpatim is such a rich parsha, containing, according to the Chinuch, no less than 53 mitzvos, 23 positive, and 30 losases, thou shalt not. And it contains within it the basis of our civil law, man to man, a lot of other laws as well between man and God. It is a very significant parsha, which, as I can say, is really the foundation of our law. Now, the interesting thing is the very first verse. How many extra letters in the Torah? So we know the answer. Not only are there no extra words, no extra letters, and these are the laws that you are to place before them. God says to Moshe, why the and? Rashi tells you, just as the previous parsha last week, we had the privilege of reading Parshas Yisro and the Ten Commandments were given at Sinai, so too these laws as well were given to the Jewish people at Sinai, namely the element of the divine is contained therein. And that is a very significant point. I heard a very interesting interpretation of the word lifnehem. The literal understanding is that you are to place these laws lifnehem before the entire populace before the nation but I heard from one of my teachers the Fnehem which literally means before them meaning that Jewish law differs from other systems of law whereby in other laws there is the law and if one breaks the law that is what the law books are all about in our situation Lifnehem before one comes to break the law, one is to study the law, and lifnehem, the laws are to be not primarily punitive, a punishment, but preventative, to prevent a person from breaking the law. And so, I would like to demonstrate that the significance of these laws is not only to create a more harmonious society that man is going to get along better with his neighbor but that the very study of these laws refines the individual and makes out of the individual a better person. As the Talmud teaches in Bavakama, Daflamid Amid Aleph, Rabbi Yehuda taught Haiman, Dabai Lemehevi Chasida, if one wants to be pious and devout, what should he do? He should Lekayim 
Mile Dinazikin. He should be especially careful to study and fulfill these laws of Nazikin, of damages the civil law one to another. I'd like to give, if I can, three examples of this kind of effect of the law upon the individual. The first one comes from Rav Yaakov Naiman, in his Darachim Musar. He points out a very interesting Gemara. The Gemara is found in Bava Kama, Ayin Tes Amid Beis, 69b, whereby the students of Reb Yochanan ben Zakkai asked their teacher, why is it that in this week's parasha we find that the Ganav, the thief, the one who steals in a fashion whereby no one is able to see him, he pays more than the Gazlan, the one who steals in the open. The Ganav pays if he steals an ox or a sheep. The Torah tells us that he's in the end of chapter 21, verse 37, he pays five times the amount of the ox and four times the amount of the sheep. A gazlan, one who steals openly, only pays that which he stole. What's the reason? So Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai gave the following answer, that Zeh, when it comes to the gazlan, hishva, kvod eved lekvod rabo, he equated the honor or the lack of honor to the Eved, to man, as to God. Meaning that the Gazlan is not afraid of anybody. He's not afraid of man, he steals in the open, and he's not afraid of God because he is stealing. In contrast, however, the Ganov does not put the two on the same level. He is afraid of man, that's why he steals stealthlessly he steals when no one can see him, but he is not afraid of God. Therefore, the fact that a Ganov pays kefel, that a Ganov pays double, or four or five times, is not because of a punishment which stems from a violation of man-to-man, but rather the punishment is because he lacked Yiras Shamayim. He lacked literally that fear of heaven. And that, because he lacked that fear of heaven, is why he stole in the first place. But the manner in which he does, the greater punishment is because he had, unfortunately, a lack of Yiras Shamayim. Now, the same Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, who offers this insightful distinction between the Ganov and the Gazlan, that same Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai 
in the Gemara Brachos 28b, we are taught that literally on his deathbed, his students said to him, Rabbeinu, our teacher, Borcheinu, bless us, give us a good advice prior to your leaving us. And listen to what he said. He said to them, Yehiratzon, may it be the will of God. Shetemora shamayim aleichem, literally that the fear of heaven should be upon you, ke more basavadam, like the fear of man. You should fear God as much as you fear man. So his students said to him, Adkan, is that it? No more? And what did he answer? Rabbi Yochanan and Zakkai, Halavai. Would it only be that way? Because take a look, he said, when a person commits a sin in private, he says, as long as no one sees me. But really, he's forgetting that someone with a capital S does see him. Now, most fascinating. Take a look. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai is talking to his students who were of a rather high caliber. And notes Rav Naiman, it is exactly the same standard that we are holding the Ganov to. We're saying the Ganov, do you know why you're paying more than the Gazlan? Because you lacked Yerashamayim. And what are we asking? What did Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai ask of his students? That again, that same year Hashemayim. So what do we see? We see that each and every person has this capacity. Each and every person has this great potential that he could and should have this relationship with God. So while one could study these laws and say to themselves, wait a second, I don't see oxen, I don't see sheep, I don't see four, I don't see five. What does this have to do with me? And what might I learn therefrom? So the first thing that we're learning therefrom is, wow, the great ideal relationship that each and every person is to have in terms of a proper perspective of a relationship with God. That's number one. Number two. We find in this week's parsha, the Torah says in chapter 23, verse 4, Ki sifgam, should you chance upon the animal of your enemy who is straying, and literally it is what? To'eh, uh, it is wandering. So the Torah says, instinctively, you might want to say, good for him, and I'm not going to get involved. No, says the Torah, Hoshev Teshivenu, lo, you are to return it to him. Now, says the Chafetz Chaim, Sadik Levracha, on this verse, if this is true regarding the monetary possession of the next one, that the Torah says you are to put yourself in his position and you are to realize that for him it's going to be a financial loss and you are to overcome the fact that you don't like that person and still you are to help him, then all the more so if we are to respond to the next person's financial loss, then all the more so we 
are to respond to their spiritual loss. What does that mean? If I have a neighbor, I have a co-worker, I have somebody who is not yet involved in a lifestyle of Torah and mitzvot, I have an obligation to Hoshev Teshivenu Lo, to return him to that lifestyle. And interestingly, the Gemara in Bava Metziah 31a says, why the repetition or shave to Shivenu, you shall surely return it to him. So the Talmud says, guess what? Afilu meyapamim, even a hundred times. I know that neighbor down the block, I invited him for Kiddush once, and he's still not Shomer Shabbos. Guess what? Try again, and again, and again, and try this way, and try that way. Wow! There's much more in the parsha than returning a lost animal to its rightful owner. There is the concept of our truly being connected and responsible one for another. A third example of this as to what's found in this week's parsha, The Torah teaches in chapter 23, Pasuk 2, Now what does that mean literally? Do not be a follower of the majority for evil. At first glance, what does it mean? It refers to the case whereby a father says to his child, Oh my goodness, how could you do it? And the child said, Oh come on Abba, everybody was doing it. So what does the father say? Just because everybody, and the father is right. But that's not what the Torah means. The Torah means something so very different and so very amazing. We know that there are three tiers of the court system. A court of three for monetary cases, a court of 23 for capital cases, and a court of 71 to judge the king, the Kohen Gadol, to go to war. Now, the din is, regarding the court of 23, if I have 12 judges that say a person is uh, innocent and 11 say that he is guilty, understandably, that he's going to be innocent. What if I have 12 judges that say guilty and 11 say innocent? We don't execute. I, the majority, say guilty and the majority say he deserves to die. So the answer is that we don't follow a simple majority of one to take a life. Now you might say to yourself, wait a second, are we going to allow such a person to walk the streets? So the Torah teaches us in that same chapter, 23 verse 7, Kiloat stick Rasha Hashem says, no, don't worry, I'll take care of that person. But what do we learn from this? We learn from this such a powerful idea, the sacredness of life. And again, it's not simply that today you're going to ask me, do we have courts of 23? That's not the issue. Today what we see, learn from this is the following, that if someone is put on life support, we dare not take that person off life support. We don't use the criteria of society, which has, unfortunately, the quality of life as a criteria. We say that life itself is quality. Sacredness of life is what emerges from this halacha. And so, ve'ele ha'mishpatim, 
just as standing at Sinai uplifted our people, so too these halachos, the study of these laws, refines us as we are taught in the first Mishnah of the sixth chapter of Avos, Machsharto Lios Tzadik. Studying these laws refines our character. Shabbat Shalom to all.